Welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. This is the podcast designed to help you lead your life enthusiastically today, tomorrow, and every other day. I am your host, Ron Kaiser, positive health psychologist, also a keynote and TEDx speaker and author of the triple award-winning book, Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm. My website is The Mental Health Gym, and that's your place to find out all kinds of information about positive psychology, my own particular spin on it that I call goal-achieving psychology, rejuvenating, other things related to wellness, and just lots of things to help you become the best version of yourself throughout the lifespan. Listeners to the podcast know that our goal is to always bring you individuals who lead their own lives enthusiastically and have different ways, different directions to help us to become the best versions of ourselves. And in that regard, I'm especially proud to present today's guest, Rico Cavaglia is America's healthy aging trainer. He's the creator of the ageless lifestyle, ageless living lifestyle, which is you can kind of see why I would want to have him on the Vitality for Life training system, the Ageless Body Self Care uh, Guide Summit, the Fast Fit 17 Fitness System, and the Fearless Aging Podcast. He has been a personal trainer and health coach for 39 years. He is a multi gold and silver medalist in the California State Senior Olympics. And Rico's chronological age is 79, but he says that his fitness energy age is 35. So that's proof that his system works. (laughs) Let's start applying it to all of us. So Rico, thanks for being with us. It's a pleasure having you on Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. Hi, Ron. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, thank you for having me. The pleasure is all ours. Looking forward to our conversation. And uh, let me start by just kind of a personal anecdote. I know at the gym that I attend, unless working out really makes people look a whole lot younger, I don't think there's anybody near 79 who's doing personal training there, although many of us, you know, are working out. What kind of has kept you going in this profession, whereas, you know, I I think uh, many people probably slow down at some point. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you how I got started when I moved, I I moved to San Diego in 1980, and I was looking for something new to do. And I just happened to meet a personal trainer, one of the early personal trainers here. And he said that he was going to open up a training studio and he needed some help. And uh, I had always been into athletics, but I, you know, I really wasn't doing anything specific on exercise or nutrition or anything. And so I said, well, it sounds interesting. And so then when I, when I started getting into it and, and realizing that you're learning how to take the best care of yourselves, both physically and mentally, and then you can help other people do the same and also get paid for it. I said, this is pretty good. This is, this is really rewarding because it's fun work. You get to you meet a lot of different people. So through the years, as I just you know progressed you know, through learning about you know how to exercise properly and then you know about nutrition and then all the things that we require to be healthy you know proper sleep and 
stress reduction, all these things, and just kept learning and growing into it. It just kept getting more and more interesting, more exciting, and more people that you can help. And then I start to see, as you know, too, we have such a serious health problem in America with obesity and all the things. And it's sort of such a need for, for the right information. Also, as you know, too, there's just so much information and misinformation out there on, on health and wellness and food and diets and all these things and exercises. So I just, I just really got motivated to, to try and, and get the right information out to people and really give them things that can, I, I know that actually works from experience, not just from theory. And so it just, it just keeps me motivated. You know, I still just love to work with people and, uh, and, and also, as you know, you, it also keeps you st- you're personally stimulated. So, you know, if you're going to be a personal trainer, you got to be a model for other people. So you got to walk your talk, right? So it's easy. You know, I guess if it stopped, you know, then it might be a little easier to get a little laser yourself, you know. So as long as I'm there coaching and working with people and out here making presentations, then you, like I say, you got to walk your talk. So that's, that's kind of what keeps me going as well. well that's wonderful. And... I'm wondering, though, is it hard to keep, you know, it's not like you're doing a, a sedentary job right. and you can say, well, you can keep going for a long time. I mean, I would assume that that you have to be more active than the, the average well, person. And, and well, yeah, well, that's the thing. No, that's the best part about it. I mean, well, these days, I mean, we're all captivated by our computers and all we have to do all this stuff. And I mean... I mean, I don't really mind it, but I don't like sitting in front of a computer and doing all that stuff. But, you know, this writing and concreting, you got to do it. And I appreciate, you know, all that. But, but you know, just sitting around for an hour or two, you start to get stiff and don't feel, you know. No, I get tired sitting in, in, sitting at, like in the office. But when I'm out doing things, moving, you feel good. You don't get tired. You know, you it energizes you to move and breathe. So I, I love going out and working out and, and, and moving and, and doing things with people. So... No, that's what I like to do. And it's just like anything, once you get in the, the habit of it and, and you create that habit of, of, of wanting to move your body and enjoy movement and exercise and doing things, being active, that's what you crave. You know, you want to do that. You know, it's, I'm not a very good person that likes to just hang out and sit around, lay around. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, you know, that, I don't like that. <laughs> I'd like to be out doing stuff, you know, so I... I believe that we should stay as fit and as healthy as we can and be active all of our life. And, and that's what keep you energized and excited about your life and, and enjoying your life. You know, That's great. I, I frequently tell my guests that I typically will ask at least one dumb question. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and let me get my, my dumb one out of the way okay. early. Okay. <laughs> um, we're kind of assuming that, you know, fitness is good and all this. I, let me ask the question, why is it so important to continue to stay fit, particularly for those of us who are in the older age range? No, that's the question I, I really wanted you to ask. That's that's right. So some people will, will say, well, you know, why is it so important to eat healthy and exercise and try and live longer and all that? You know, the first thing that's kind of a funny thing that always comes to my mind is, you know, the saying that, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Right. So that shows you that still everybody, no matter what, they want to live as long as they can. But the thing is, yeah, we want to live as long as we can, but, but you want to have the quality of life as long as you can and and we can do it. And we've got so far off track 
You know, Ron, as you know, science is now telling us that our genetic potential is to stay healthy to at least 125. That's our genetic potential. So our, our lifespan could actually be 125. And yet we know our life expectancy is only about 78 now. It's actually come down a little bit lately. And so the point is, people are getting old and sick and dying way too young. Not only that, but even the last, so many people are already become old and sick in their 50s, 60s. So even the last years of their life are not even good quality. So that's that may be normal, but that's not natural, and that's not the way it should be. You know, so so the reason that you need you want to take the the best possible care of it. Well, first of all. Everybody wants to be successful you know, in their life, right? Everybody wants to be successful in every aspect of their life. Everybody wants to have a ha- be happy. Well, you can't be very successful in any aspect of your life if you don't have a lot of energy and you don't have good health, right? Without good health, you know, we have nothing. And I don't know why you know, we shouldn't be learning. You know, the, the true, I think, Ron, I think you'll agree with me on this. Most of the things that you and I actually teach people, we should have learned this when we were little kids, right? This is the things we should have learned, right? All the psychology and and how to take care of ourselves and how to build relationships and how to take care of all these important things we don't learn, you know? So, So it's so important to realize that if you want to be successful in your life and and, and make a difference in the world and, and also enjoy your life, you got to make it, your health's got to be your number one priority or else you're going to end up just like most people becoming old and sick and, and, and dying, again, way too young. And here's the other point that I like to make is that, as, as everybody knows, we as humanity have major problems to deal with these days, right? And so as we age, we should be, we're gaining knowledge and we're gaining wisdom, right? So we need more people as they age to stay healthy and live longer so they can get use their wisdom and knowledge to help solve some of these major problems that we have. And then also, I think we need more role models for younger people, but we don't have too many. You know, you know, we're living in this youth society, you know, youth culture where most of the older people get pushed aside. And I think it's mostly because of their physical, because they lose it physically, so they just get pushed aside. And so that that's a really a shame, you know. So we need people as they age to stay healthy and energetic and use their knowledge and wisdom to help solve these major problems that we're all facing. Yeah, that's a really important point. And you talked about people dying too early. I think it's probably even worse to kind of linger in a, yeah. a poor state of health for some people. It's going to be decades. And, you know, the, the quality of life that you really want during these these years, as long as you're on Earth, should should be as high as possible. Absolutely. So, so I'm wondering, what is what are kind of the, the Cliff Notes version of what are the components of a good fitness program? What what things? OK, we? well, fitness. OK, I, I, you know, I, I think fitness really, in my estimate, you know, I think people think of fitness, they just think of exercise. And, and that's, of course, the biggest part. But it's, there's also like, you know, mental fitness. You know, you have to be if, if you don't take care of your brain and, and your mental aspects of your life and reduce stress and all those things. Uh, you're not going to be able to do anything else anyway, take care of your physical body. But but basically, you know, fitness, well, here's the thing. You need a, a complete, well-rounded program, you know. And, it, it, and there's three basic, I think most everybody knows, there's three basic aspects. You know, you have a, your aerobic uh, training. You need to, to increase your, your ability to take in oxygen and use oxygen and, and, and strengthen your heart muscle. 
And then, of course, there's there's strength training to keep your muscles toned and 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 strong, and then flexibility, you know, to keep your your body flexible so you can move well. You know, a true measure of your age really is how good is your posture and how well can you move. You know, and those are things that are really easy to deal with. But yet, you know, as a personal trainer, I can get people to do more like aerobic exercise and strength exercise. But then I, I can't, but then the flexibility, I, I, I always say, did you do your stretching? They go, oh, gee, I forgot. And that's the most important thing is to be flexible and build to move well, you know. I just hate to, don't you hate to see older people and they're all bent over and they're just shuffling their feet walking like this? They, for the most part, they just allowed themselves, you know, to get so stiff. Then that's all they're able to do anymore. But you just have to do, okay, so for flexibility, you just got to, you need to stretch and have a stretching routine every day. Now, what I recommend to my clients is before you go to bed at night, just take 15 minutes and get out on the floor. And there's, a, I, have a, I have a video that I give people. It's just seven basic stretches. If you'll just take 15 minutes and do these basic seven stretches, and not only will it keep you nice and flexible so you can move well, but it helps you to relax and you'll sleep better as well, too. So that's a, that's a big part of the, of the program. And then as we've learned, you know, recently, and this whole thing about, as far as aerobic training, this thing about, you know, going, thinking you have to go be on a treadmill or you got to be running or go out and, and jogging for hours. It's really a pretty, really, it's a waste of time. So think about this. Our heart is the most endurance muscle there is, right? If you live to be 80, your heart's going to beat something like 4 billion times continually, so we don't have to do long bouts of aerobic exercise for, for our heart. Our hearts are, unless you want to, I mean, that's just a sport. I mean, if you want to run and compete, that's a sport. That's something else. But for the average person, what you need to do is to, is to strengthen your heart muscle so it can withstand any, any stress that you come across, you know, whether it's physical danger or or emotional stress, whatever it is. So your heart has to be, be able to beat real fast for a short period of time and then recover. So that's why, you know, the interval training, the short bouts of interval training is much more beneficial. So you, you only need to spend 15 to 20 minutes, whether it's walking or swimming or riding a bike or dancing or whatever you're doing and, and get your heart rate up and then let it come back down, get it back up again. And so that actually strengthens the heart muscle so your your heart can withstand stress. And that's how you need to train your heart. You don't need to do these long bouts of jogging. And you, all you're doing really is beating up your joints and you're just wasting your time. And in fact, one of the latest studies have shown that just slow, continually jogging, say for an hour, actually slows your metabolism down. So it's actually counterproductive. If people are trying to lose weight, you know, jogging, it's just a waste of time. You don't need to do that. So high intensity interval training is, is by far the best. That's, now, absolutely. That's something you can do every day or is it a three day a week thing or what? Well, well I, you need to go out and do some form of aerobic activity. Every day. I mean, where there's just walk, you need to move your body, you know, where there's just, going out for a walk or, but yeah, at least three times a week, you need to do something like say where you're, where you're, you're doing it pretty intensely for 15 or 20 minutes. And that, and that can be, again, that can be dancing. It could be, you know, riding a bicycle. It could be swimming. It could be jogging, any, any form of thing you want to do. 
but, 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 but every day you need to go out. You should go out and walk or do something that, you know, move your body or your body needs to be moved and get your circulation going. So every day you should do some form of movement and every day you should do some form of stretching. And then as far as strength training, especially as we get older, we don't have any need to be in the gym pumping up iron and lifting heavy weights, all that. I mean, that's just puts stress on your body. You don't even need to do that. So what you just need to do at least at least twice a week or maybe three times, you know, whatever you, whatever works for you. Is to, what I teach is what I call is functional fitness. And it's basically doing exercises just using your own body weight. And that way you don't need any equipment. It's not that we don't ever use equipment. Some things are good. But basically, if you learn how to just do a proper squat, proper lunge, you know, proper planks, you know, for your core, you know, the basic push-ups, dips for your triceps, you just need to develop a basic routine like that. And you can you can do those in with again in like 15 or 20 minutes. So, you know, the biggest excuse for not exercising is oh, I don't have time or I'm too busy and all this stuff or I don't know what to do. And that's why I do, I do have a program called Fast Fit 17 where, you, where I show you how to do a complete full body workout using no equipment and you can do it in 17 minutes and you can get your body in good, in good shape. And the key is to do it in slow movements, slow. One of my favorite sayings that I always tell all my clients is that slower is harder and slower is safer. When you move slow, it's very unlikely you're going to injure yourself, and it's a lot harder. So if you're doing a push-up, so what you do on, on the down, you, you go down like in four counts, like one, two, three, four, and then push up, one, two. Down, one, two, three, four, push up, one, two. That's so much harder. You get so much more benefit. But you see people like in the gym, they're going like this, right? They're just pumping them out. It's just momentum. They're just wasting their time. So you want to move slow. And it's so much safer, and you'll get some really good results in a really short amount of time. Well, that brings up, a, a, I mean, this is, you know, just wonderful advice, but it brings up a question. I mean, I've seen it in the gym. I'm sure I've been guilty of it myself, where you're doing something and you may not be doing it the right way, whether it be, you know, lifting or push-ups <laughs> or things. I mean, how, how does somebody get started? Does somebody... Should somebody always start with a trainer to, to get this or their yeah. or, or how, you know, because I, I know I'm no expert in this area, except that I've, I've, you know, always tried to maintain a, a pretty good level of fitness, but I know there are people that I'm watching that I, I know they're either being, they're not possibly being counterproductive, but certainly not doing what, getting their, their best results. You're absolutely right. Anytime I go to the gym, I just, most of the time, I just have to look away, you know, because sometimes, sometimes I'll try and give people a little tips, but a lot of people aren't receptive, you know, and they think they know, they know what they're doing, you know, especially guys, you know. Yeah, most people are doing, first of all, they're, they're just doing stuff and they don't even know why they're doing it. And they don't even know if you're doing what you're doing is really fits what you really need to accomplish. So that's, and then and most of the time they're doing it with bad posture, you know, with your head down or bad posture. So the first thing is always start with good posture and alignment because the posture that you're exercising in, that's how you're training your body to be. And I see people all the time with their head down and just out of alignment and, and doing things too fast, you know, it's just, right, it is counterproductive. So it, it makes sense. I mean, if, if you're going to become, get into investing, you probably want to get somebody to, to teach you about investing, or if you want to, you know, real estate, whatever you, you, you get somebody who knows how to do it. So it makes sense to 
get a qualified trainer who, who's experienced and knows what they're doing, at least to get started. So they'll get you on the right track. So you'll be doing things properly. So you won't injure yourself. And also you'll be doing things that are really are going to get you the results that you really want. Okay, good. It's good advice. I, I, I think people tend to start out life. I mean, play is one of the, the basic activities. And, yeah. and, you know, a lot of us got involved in sports and our teens and so on. And then things like life happens, uh, jobs, family and stuff, and get away from it. What's the appropriate kind of way to kind of institute kind of a lifelong plan for maintaining your body the way you do your, your house or your car? Yeah, no question. Well, so that's what my Aegis Living Lifestyle is all about. It, it is a complete you know, wellness program and plan. And, and that's the end part. You know, we have different strategies, the mental strategy and becoming cl- clear. And we have the physical strategies, all things you need to do. And then we have the strategy of how to incorporate all these things and, and balance your, your life out so you can incorporate all these things. And, and like, like you say, it's, it's about play too and having fun. You know, so many people these days are so stressed and think they're so busy that they don't even know what fun is. Sometimes I'll ask people when I just, well, lately we haven't had any be out giving lectures and talking, but I, I've had a lot of people, I, I say, raise your hand if you're having a lot of fun. And a lot of people don't raise their hand and, and, and they're so, they've gotten so intent, you know, stressed that they don't even know what fun is, you know. So yeah, play is, is so important for aging and making, and staying healthy. You brought that up, but one of my favorite sayings, it, it's in my book, my Age of Living book, is do we stop playing because we grow old or do we grow old because we stop playing? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, I mean, life's supposed to be fun. It's challenging, absolutely, but it's supposed to be fun. So whatever you like to do, I mean, like one of my most fun things is, is rollerblading. You know, I, I've been roller, rollerblading for probably 40 years, and I still skate pretty much three or four times a week. It's so much fun. And I mean, but whatever it is, you know, you don't have to be also all, only physical things that are fun, but have more fun and play in your life. That, that'd probably keep you healthier and, and live longer than anything else, I think. Yeah. I've uh, developed this type P personality with six things that begin with P, personal goal-driven, positive, proactive, passionate, yeah. persistent, and playful. And yeah, playful so good. is often the hardest one for people to incorporate yeah. because that that just, I think, playfulness and relaxation, things that people are born knowing it what to do seem to be among the hardest things that, that people are able to achieve. I really like that. All those piece. Yeah. Those are so good. I, I totally agree with all those things. And so yeah, playful. I mean, I don't know why we've, we got so caught up into this rushed type of society that we have to accomplish all these things. You know, a lot of this technology too. I mean, technology is great, right? I mean, here we are, we're able to, you're in Philadelphia and I'm in San Diego and here we are having a nice conversation and we can see each other. It's great. And we can reach a lot. Everybody can we can communicate and get and reach each other all around the whole world. But yet, then we always go to extremes. Though you know, people can't put down their phone. You know, they're just glued to all these things, and it's it's just a big distraction. You know, from being able to just sit back and relax and think, what is my life about? You know, how about just go out and have some fun and just enjoy, get out in nature and breathe and enjoy the basic, simple things of life and enjoy your life. Life's not supposed to be a struggle and always so intense and so, oh, I got to get this done. I'm so, you know, everybody's so stressed out. I mean, why? Why are we so stressed out? What's the point, right? 
Yeah, and, and uh, it's kind of a it, it's self rewarding when you when you do things appropriately. I happen to uh, be going somewhere with my wife where we were walking to, and I realized you know a few hundred yards away that I forgot my cell phone. And I figured, ah, you know, yeah, it's possible that I'm going to get an emergency. <laughs> but I, let's, if I just keep going, I know nobody's going to call me, uh, you know, and, and yeah, it's a little bit of a risk. But the reality is that we've begun to treat non-emergency situations as emergencies so that the right. phone rings, whether you're eating dinner, whether you're doing things. I mean, you see, I've seen people in the gym on the, on the treadmill and with the phone in their ears. I mean, I oh. go out to dinner and you might see four people or six, six people at a table and they're all looking at their phone. I know. I, I know. And all the whole social media type thing. I don't know. It's got, I think it has more drawbacks than it does benefits. It's no question. It's actually alienating people instead of, you know, really having personal relationships. You can, you can just send twit, tweets and emails and talk and do things and, and, you, and you're not really connecting on a, on a, on a real heart to heart level, you know? So, yeah. And that's creates a lot of stress. So, so we've actually all this technology and, and the way with that we're living has created so much stress and so much, as you, as you know, too, stress is known to be the main precursor to most illnesses and disease that we have, you know. So it's so important that we need to slow down and get a handle on this and and get more balance into our life, you know. I want to ask you about a subset uh, that's un- unfortunately too large a part of the population, which is uh, those who are obese or considerably overweight, is there a particular program for them or is it that they should be just be doing it and eating less? Yeah, well, it's a complex situation. You know, again, just like we just talked about stress. When you're under stress, your body tries to hold on to the, the excess fat to protect you. So that's a big factor. And then if you're having food sensitivities, you know, or food allergies, you know, that will, that will keep your body from, from, from getting rid of that excess body fat. And then also you need to get checked out, you know, if you have a hormonal situation. So you need to, you know, I really recommend consulting with like a naturopathic physician, you know, who who really can look at a holistic type uh, evaluation for you. So you need to get all, get all those things taken care of. Otherwise, no matter what you're doing, no matter what exercise or eating program, you're not going to be able to lose that excess body fat if, if you're under stress or, and your hormonal system's not in balance and all those sort of things. But then it just comes down to, you know, just start to use more common sense, you know, and all this processed fast food, some people call it, well, I call it kind of, a lot of it's like non-food. It's not really food, you know. And what happens when you eat all this kind of food, this processed, highly processed and fast food, is that it makes you overeat because your body is, you're taking in all these calories but your body's not get, but there's it's really lacking in, in nutrition. So your and your body knows what it needs, but it, so it's saying, okay, but where's the nutrition that I need? You know, so so it makes you think that you still got to eat more. So you just keep eating more and more of this highly not real food, and so that that's really what the biggest problem is. You know, exercise is important, but it's it's a, it's almost eighty percent of what you're putting in your into your body. So you just got to really get a handle on what you're eating and when you're eating and how you're eating 
And what I tell people is, obviously, if weight loss was, you know, weight loss is like a $200 billion gear industry, right? All these pills and powders and packaged foods and all these weight loss programs. If they worked, we'd be a nation of trim, slim people, but yet we're the fattest country and getting worse all the time. So what I tell people is, it's also the wrong mindset, isn't it, Ron? Like, because whenever we lose something, we try and find it, right? We don't like to lose anything. So it's, it's even the wrong terminology, weight loss, you know? So, so I tell people to forget about weight loss, throw away your scale, because it doesn't really matter how much you weigh anyway, right? It doesn't matter, it's how much excess body fat you have on your body. So what you need to focus on is getting your body as healthy and as fit as you possibly can. And then the body that shows up, that's going to be the, the right body for you. So you got to take your, your, your focus off of weight loss and put it on getting healthy and fit. Does and that make sense? That's tremendous advice. It really is. And I think uh, a really good exercise for some of you, if, if uh, you're not buying a food that you recognize is a food, whether it's a banana, you know that that's the only ingredient or you know, milk is the only ingredient if you're into dairy or whatever. Uh, yeah. But if you get a package of something, good exercise is to see how many ingredients are there and how many of those words do you, do you know? You know, how do you, do you know that they're really food? So, I mean, that's a that's a really good point. Yeah, actually, my first book I wrote way back in the '90s was called "Real Food, Real Fast." And real food is what's grown in nature by Mother Nature, you know, organic fruits and vegetables and some whole, whole grains and nuts and seeds. And then some some healthy, you know, animal products that are raised naturally and healthy and all that sort of thing. And so it's, it's really pretty simple. You need to at least 80 percent of your diet should be coming from real food. And real food doesn't really come in a package. You don't have to read the label. Right. It doesn't come in a package. You know, so right. so, you know, lean, healthy protein and, and mostly vegetables and fruits and some, and some, you know, some healthy grains that are, but again, you need to, we're all biochemically unique. So you need to see what foods are work well for you because we're all different. But basically if you just eat a diet primarily of real food, amazing things are going to happen to your health and to your, how you look and how you feel. Yeah. Well, you've given us tremendous, uh, tremendous food for thought and tremendous real advice, but I know that, there's no way uh, I knew before we started that we would learn all that we can from you, <laughs> but I know that you, you've got other kinds of products and services and so on. So um, as we draw near a close, can you tell us a little bit about what else you've got out there and how people can, you know, take what we've learned now and learn more from you? Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Well, my main website is called Ageless Living Lifestyle. That's agelesslivinglifestyle.com. So you can go there and uh, you can see all the things that we offer there. I have some online coaching programs and and I also I also offer you can sign up there for a free consultation. I'm really happy to speak with anyone to see if I can, how you can help you to get you back on track and get you feeling a lot better and you know the first step Ron is always is first step is to believe that you can get healthier and stay fit and healthy. That's the first thing. You've got to change your mindset, like what the things you teach, you know? So, so I'm, I'm always happy to help, help anybody out with a consult, free consultation. And then if you go to my other website, which is a membership site called be bold, never be old. 
be bold, never be old.com. And ju- just when you go there, there's a pop-up and you can, you can get a copy of my ebook. It's called how to avoid the 10 mistakes that lead to a diseased body in an early grave. So you can get a free ebook there on that. We give you some really right, to, right in your face information on what you need to, you better start doing or else you're going to end up like, unfortunately, like most people. <laughs> Well, that, that's very, very generous of you. And, and we'll have the contact information in the show notes. Now, if do you also do training either physically in San Diego or online, or if, if yeah, somebody were to reach out to be helped by you directly? Uh, I'll yeah, say. well, thank you for that. Yeah, I, I definitely in, in San Diego, I still have private clients that I work with, you know, personally. But I, I also have, I have a new 90-day online coaching program where I, where I actually coach you every week, you know, so where you can develop your complete ageless living lifestyle yourself. So if you, again, if you go to agelesslivinglifestyle.com forward slash coaching, there's two different options there. You can go and find out about the online coaching. So you, I can actually work with you no matter where you are. Boy, that's wonderful. I mean, this has been such a, such a goldmine of information. And, you know, it's, uh, as I said, it's not, too hard to find personal trainers these days, but to find personal trainers who really have gone through a big chunk of the lifespan. I know you've got a lot more of it ahead of you, but who has worked out throughout it, can advise people wherever they are in the lifespan. I mean, this is just just priceless. And plus when you add in the free stuff that you're offering, that's it's really, really outstanding. So Rico, I... Can't thank you enough, but I'm going to try. So I'm <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Well, it's it's been a real pleasure and a real education, and look forward to maybe doing this again sometime. Absolutely, and, uh, anytime. In the meantime, uh, this brings to an end another episode of Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser, and uh, today we've really been fortunate to have. Rico Cavaglia, Cavaglia. I I knew I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna get that G in there. It, it does have a G, but you don't pronounce it. Rico Cavaglia, who is America's healthy aging trainer. Please be back next week when we'll have another interesting guest. In the meantime, tell your friends about this episode, and uh, we really depend on and hope that people will download, rate, review, and keep listening. And more importantly, I mean, there's been so much practical advice that we will be able to be better people if we just follow some of it. So, uh, you know, implement it in your lifestyle. Again, the contact information will be available in the show notes. And uh, you can be in touch with me at ron.kaiser at thementalhealthgym.com. I hope you'll visit the website on a regular basis and be back next week for another really, really helpful and interesting guest. Thanks again, Rico. And to all of you out there, keep in mind, we're still in the pandemic, so stay safe and we'll see you next time.